cities <laughs> this is wesley right your unbougie foodie thanks so much for tuning in this morning I was not really running a little bit late but you know somehow there's a construction i wasn't aware of construction in front of the building <laughs> anyway um again thank you so much for tuning in this is uh it's a beautiful saturday morning you know i know that we are doing social distancing um as of monday there's going to be a relaxing um no i shouldn't say relaxing and i'm not i'm the last person to try to tell you what's actually happening in that regard um but there's been some modifications on what we're doing to as they say, flatten the curve for COVID-19 and what we're experiencing right now in our communities, in our city, in the state, across the nation, across the world, actually. Um, but I'm just saying that, you know, today is a nice day. If you feel, um, you know, hey, I'm too stuck in the house. Uh, why not take a nice walk? Remember social distancing, the whole um, six feet um, that's kind of hard be, to be perfectly honest but um, again I want to just thank you for you know before you started your day thank you for sitting down with me uh, this morning um, the sunshine is tempting you I know but if you just kind of like bear with me for a little bit uh, we'll talk a little bit about food and maybe some things that might interest you such as food that's or places that are offering maybe curbside pickup there was a new place that i didn't even realize on the east side um yeah that opened up and i'll we'll talk about that shortly but in the meantime uh if you'd like to follow me on any of the social media please feel free to do so i am on facebook instagram and on twitter uh facebook is the unbougie foodie um instagram is the underscore unbougie foodie and then uh twitter is at unbougie foodie uh you can contact me here at the web <laughs> at the website at the radio station 651-200-3479 once again that's 651-200-3479 uh if you have comments questions maybe you want to share in the conversation um Please feel free to do so. Um, again, this is—I know we're going through some stuff, but you know, I still want to—I still want 
you to know that uh, W.E.Q.Y. is still in the community and definitely so is the Umbuji Foodie. You know, um, I'm going to be a little bit transparent <laughs> uh, along with many. <laughs> um, I, I don't have the resources to like really go out. So I'm talking about just food subjects and topics that are really affecting us um, rather than you know, concentrating a whole lot, especially the last few weeks, uh, rather than going out. Um, we just don't know. We live in so, such uncertain times right now. So it's difficult to say, okay, well, I'm going to go here or I'm going to go out here and spend this money. Um, <laughs> that's not something that some of us have uh, the opportunity <laughs> which to do all the time. So I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm putting that out there and being very honest and transparent in that regard, because I don't want you to think that, oh, well, um, one, how come you're not doing any type of social distancing or following the guidelines? But what about talking about something new, someplace new or whatever? If there were someplace new or if we had the opportunity, believe me, I would definitely be honest and definitely sharing that with you so i i just want to again put that out there to you all um you know again though this is a food show we're going through some stuff you know nationwide worldwide uh and focus and other things such as health um are what many are and including myself are focusing on (laughs) And maintaining, uh, you know, the the social distancing and and listening to our city leaders and state leaders. Um, Yeah, it's it's hard to talk about. But to be honest, yes, that is this is what we're doing. (laughs) But like I said, I still there is a. a few places that I want to just mention to you about, you know, who is doing curbside you know pickup maybe you want some food interestingly enough I'm going to be doing that a little bit later with some when I say some friends we're going to be social distancing let me make that clear Uh, but yeah there are a number of restaurants that are that are doing that and if you're if you're not familiar and you're probably wondering okay yeah this is what we need to do right now and and the reason why we're even talking about talking about that is because okay i'm I'm gonna say some sad news what many probably already know bachelor farmer well just restaurants in general certain restaurants or it's there it's like a domino effect right now because of what's happening in the world health crisis you know there are businesses restaurants specifically that are unable to stay afloat um even though they've cut back or they've scaled back maybe the services that they're offering um not offering maybe dine-in service and they're trying to do curbside or maybe they just didn't even have the capability of doing curbside or takeout uh and delivery and such <laughs> bachelor farmer one of the 
I want to say most talked about um, restaurants here in the Twin Cities just closed. Um, And I've had the opportunity of eating there actually twice. Um, But I've gone down to Marvel Bar multiple times. And I know this is not a show about adult beverages and cocktails and so forth, but still they were connected. Um, I mean, you had dinner up above and then went down below to uh, industrial gray door (laughs) downstairs and then walked down a corridor and to this purple door. And there was this other establishment (laughs) uh, that gave you an opportunity to enjoy some libations. But specifically, again, Bachelor Farmer, uh, one of I won't say a premier, but yeah, I guess a, a premier restaurant, you know, because we've had dignitaries that have eaten there and have talked about it. And other, you know, restaurateurs have gone there and maybe showcased, you know, foods that are there. Anyway, they've closed uh, permanently because they're unable to maintain. And other restaurants have closed too. I just heard about Four Bells, I think yesterday. Um, I had not had an opportunity. I know I've talked about Four Bells um, many times, actually, I mean, a few times. Um, I personally have never had the opportunity to go there. I have had heard from, from friends and other um, uh, food folks, acquaintances that I know, they serve really awesome food. I mean, it, the the atmosphere, the it's a little, a little bit, uh, you know, I, I will say out of my personal budget. But um, for those that did have the opportunity to go, they really had a great experience. And it's sad to see them close. There are a number of others that have closed as well. But again, this is I'm not trying to be negative and the purpose of it is to really talk about, you know, different food places that are now doing um, takeout or takeout delivery service or curbside um, based on the, the whole COVID-19 situation. And, you know, there's a there's so many um, different restaurants that are offering it. I, I think many of them are. If you're trying to probably get an idea of what maybe some of them are, maybe in your neighborhood, um, I would encourage you to go to visit stpaul.com uh, coronavirus-covid19-information. Uh, and you'll be able to see a list of, you know, specifically in St. Paul, curbside takeout delivery services and more. Um, a list of all the different types of um, restaurants that are doing takeout. And there's one specific one that I wanted to kind of talk about because it was just a, it was so interesting. So we're all familiar with where I want to say Ward 6 was. Ward 6 was, where were they located? They were located at, they were located at 858 Payne Avenue. Well, we know Ward 6 is no longer, um, 
it, it shuttered quite some time ago. Well, a new restaurant uh, opened in its in its place um, called East Side Bar. Um, ESB is what it's on the outside of the the establishment. Um, and what it, what makes this so interesting and me bringing this up? One, I I had not I didn't even know this was on the radar. I really hadn't. But the reason for that is because they the day that they were going to open or which they did <laughs> they also had to close um and it was based upon the whole executive order that um you know, our governor uh put into place and that was March 16th now of course you're probably thinking okay well you know hey I'm bougie foodie how come you didn't know about this uh I didn't <laughs> I mean they were opening on that day I was not even aware of you know this restaurant. Uh, I, I'm just going to be honest, you know, in the community, and I'm you know always trying to scour, scour the neighborhoods and newspapers and so forth on on new places. No idea. I they are on Facebook, uh, so but I'm saying all of this again because they are a new business. And there are other businesses that I know that they probably were so easy to just, you know, they've had a following. This place was just starting out and they didn't have an opportunity to even really like start, uh, which just makes you feel so bad because of the fact that, you know, they they want to be an established place, especially on the east side. And it is a community. Um, so not all, not only are they talking about just themselves, but they're also referring to other uh, restaurants uh, along on the east side, specifically on pain. Um, no pain, no gain when it comes to food. Um, they're offering um, takeout uh, or curbside. Uh, and even though it's not, I won't say limited, it's on specific days. So Wednesday through Saturday, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. is when they are doing, they're serving takeout food, beer, and wine uh, that's available for pickup on those days, Wednesday through Saturday uh, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And they, on their website, you know, they talk about what they're doing for the community, uh, how they are surviving, (laughs) But clearly, they they are they're. I want to say they need help. <laughs> all of all of our restaurants do. They really do, because it's going to be very interesting to see how when we come out of this, how restaurants, um, food places are going to, how things are going to change. But specifically talking about Eastside Bar, you know, they stated that they opened Eastside Bar on the same day that the governor closed all the bars and the restaurants. Um, so definitely wasn't great timing. Um, but they are persevering. They are still offering safe uh, and delicious options because, as I mentioned, they are offering curbside pickup food. And they really want us to come to their restaurant. Uh, or at least taste their food until they could have an opportunity for us to really have a, a sit-down meal and so forth. So, again, they're located at 858 Payne Avenue, 
I feel like there'd be like a, a phoenix uh, rising from the ashes, even though I mean there was nothing. It was nothing on their part. Uh, but you look at what they have available online to order. I am. I mean, they have a wide variety of stuff too. Um, I'm not sure what sandwich that is, but it sure does look good. Uh, but they have salads and flatbreads. Um, they have a BLT flatbread, gluten-free cauliflower crust. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. Borison and mozzarella cheeses. I'm going to have to find that out. But bacon, fire-roasted tomatoes, and arugula. Um, that sounds delicious. They also have another one. So you really can't call them pizzas, but they're flatbreads. Uh, gluten-free cauliflower uh, crust with Parmesan and mozzarella cheese, cherry tomatoes, fresh basil, spinach, chicken. Uh, and what is that? What else is that? Oh, uh, and seasoned with Italian butter. Very reasonably priced. Uh, got, again, sandwiches. I said more I'm American, and they have... There's something called a kiss burger. It's a double, uh, single, double, or a triple quarter pound patty with sliced tomato, white onions, American cheese, and pickle. And like I said, very reasonably priced. Um, they've got milkshakes, uh, wine, specifically Prosecco. Anybody interested in like some, some bubbly? Yeah. Uh, so you have a wide variety of, of things in which to choose from. And these are all things that you could order uh, online and, you know, arrange to have either delivered or, you know, do curbside pickup. So think about supporting them. Again, it's just being supportive of, you know, neighborhood community and uh just knowing that they need help. I <laughs> uh, just put it that way. That's, that's only the best way that I could put it because they're brand new. Uh, they have, you know, they're just trying to survive just like all the, uh, these other restaurants. Um, but again, I just wanted to, that was one that I specifically wanted to mention because it was someplace new, um, someplace I hadn't heard about, uh, before. They also have a Facebook page as well. So if, you know, you want to go there and just kind of like find out more about them, and just check them out. It is again called East Side Bar, uh, and you can find out more information uh, on their Facebook page. And serving scratch, uh, scratch-made um, dishes, craft beers, uh, cocktails. That's way cool because there have a number, been a number of people that have been on their page and just, you know, encouraging people to go out and visit them. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, so, going back to a number of the other places that are available, um, I know that, gosh, some just, it's, a, it's a, such a huge list. Um, we know that uh, one that has been in the news, it has been, or on the news, in, in newspapers, just, uh, I guess it almost set a precedent for the city because it's gotten so much press. Um, it is Hope Breakfast Bar. Um, Hope Breakfast Bar, they 
they've been transformed basically into into a community kitchen um aside from offering free food um they are creating still creating dishes and making dishes available uh, for either pickup uh, or curbside um, pickup if you would um you know that you can find them on facebook as well but uh, just simply go to www.hopebreakfast.com uh, and I mean Brian Ingram is a, is an awesome individual um, I've had an uh, opportunity to meet him once um, just talk to him very briefly but you know for them to switch up what they're doing and really expressing themselves uh, by turning their kitchen into a community kitchen, thinking of families that are in need, people that are in need, because it's not just families. I encourage anyone to come out there that, you know, in this time where some folks don't know where their next meal might come from, or they're very limited as to what they have available um, for a meal, they, it's almost like they have a, 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 not really a farmer's market, but they have pr- certain produce or breads and foodstuffs. Like the other day I was uh, on their Facebook page and I saw them having donuts and pastries and just other breads and, and things that if you wanted to go by there, of course, they encourage everyone um, during this time period, please be um, you know, ca- not only cautious, but um, it, share don't hoard or just take what you need is really what it is because you know if you have a family of of three or two or something like that don't take like six different things or or whatever but in this instance it's like take what you need for maybe the day or uh, just to feed your family but he's out there and there are so many other restaurants um, that are doing the same thing again that have switched over into doing curbside i'm going down this list and literally um just every every restaurant uh, you know some of them you know are definitely doing you know curbside um excuse me not curbside but delivery but just like i'd say at least 90% or more are doing curbside pickup and places that you're probably not even thinking may have or that you were wondering um, one that's near and dear to my heart and literally near to where I, I reside is Tin Cups. You know, they're opening for a curbside pickup from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, and, you know, if you want to ever go to their website specifically, you could always go to tincup. Uh, oh, <laughs> they're on Facebook. Um, I think they're on they're No, they're on Facebook. It's Facebook. Uh, so just go to on Facebook and look for Tin Cup Bar. Tin Cup. So two, that's one word, but all together. You know what I mean. Um, and yeah, and, and check them out. They're located at 1220 Rice Street, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55117. Um, it's a really, it's a cool bar. I mean, forget about what you heard in the past. Yes, there were some issues just with people. It's not so much the establishment. It was just people. And so, of course, that has changed. 
uh, you now have an opportunity to really enjoy yourself uh, at 10 cup um, okay not at 10 cup but the food I'll say um, order something from them order something from your local establishment so that you can not only show your support in I'm just going to be again very personal it's a personal day it seems that way I don't know um, I had in my head what is it that I can do you know I'm only one individual um, am I really going to make a difference with you know one order with you know at one place or something you never know uh, I have to personally get out of my own head in regards to that but you really do have to get out of out of that mindset especially if you never know if that your order might be the order that really encourages a, a restaurant or place of business to continue on uh, or to know that okay the community is actually behind me i i really am he, you know they really are here you know in support of me or the the the, you know our business and they want us to stay in the community so many are out there um, made the switch to curbside I mean yeah it's it's amazing um, it, so I'm telling you if you really want to you want to kind of like have a conversation with me we could go down a list of stuff or if you have an idea it's like hey where is a, an Italian place or that's doing you know uh, you know, curbside. <laughs> There's a full list up on here. I'm telling you. So again, visit stpaul.com coronavirus dash COVID-19 dash 19 dash information. Um, and that's a lot to kind of say. But yeah, I don't know. Just go visit stpaul.com <laughs> and, and that's, I'm not telling you to visit it really is the website is called visit st paul.com so it's 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 more places um there are many more other places i mean coffee shops that are doing uh, uh cladeau's um coffee uh, they're located at selby and dale uh, they are open for uh ordering online um and then of course you know doing your curbside uh let me see what's the other one i just went past it right down the street from the radio station which is what sweet hollow i believe yep sweet hollow cafe you would just simply call for curbside and delivery service um a a number of these places or pretty much all of them you could find them on facebook uh just check them out um go to that website visit stpaul.com and you'll be able to see all of these different uh, foods that have or restaurants that have switched over or have they're they're trying to make it and why not show our support that's my rant that's my, my rave for the day so uh there's a little something i wanted to actually talk about because i thought it was very interesting and uh it was shared on someone else's another person's page and i just thought um hey um why not talk about it or share it as well and for me it was 
thinking about the the food system and when you are a person that i guess you i do think about the food system but when you are either going to a restaurant or you're maybe searching about that story um there are certain areas that you might forget about uh or you don't think about at the time maybe you're writing an article or maybe sharing a piece um what we are currently going through with the whole COVID-19 situation um or health crisis I don't want to say situation health crisis um has really put more focus on how we need to think about our food system um yeah, and that it was, as this person also said, they thought it was very simple. I I thought it was as well, or I I, I just t- I took it for granted. I'll, I'll again, uh, this is a, a day to just be uh, open and honest. And I, I, if you feel the same way, please feel free to give me a call and you know share your opinion on it as well. But you know we have these areas of there's food delivery so of course there has to be a farm that produces the food or or grows the food I should say Um, there is transportation that's involved that's there's distribution there's packaging delivering and then it's on your plates and that's a food delivery service and as we go as as it continue to talk about this you know you'll see how things get simplified and just for me i i, I don't have the opportunity i i don't have a yard not yet <laughs> i don't have a yard yet um but it's just it's one of the first things that i'm actually going to think about um and i mentioned that thing about about farm about someone has to grow it or it has to be grown whether it be vegetables or even if it is you know the chickens the uh the cow the the um pig you know whomever whatever it is um it starts on a farm it starts somewhere but as you start doing things that you i guess for us would simplify our lives it makes it a bit more complicated if that makes sense uh, because that first one that I you know I said food delivery service and you're thinking okay yeah this is um this is really simple this is this is good this is very convenient for me but think about everything that has to go in uh, regarding that the farm the transportation distribution packaging and delivery and then being on the plate it does get a little simpler, um, you know, when it's at the at a supermarket, but still, it's only like one less of what we just talked about. So there's the farm, transportation, packaging or distribution, being at the store, and then on your plate. But again, you still have to drive in or whatever to go get it, you know, from the store, and then put it on your plate. It gets simpler when it's a farmer's market. And that's why 
I know this is the time that, you know, it's a very difficult time for us to even think about, okay, we'll go out to a farmer's market. You know, everybody's wearing masks. Everyone's doing extra, the extra that they need to do to protect themselves, to protect others. Um, but they are also individuals that uh, they're essential. They're, they're providing a necessary and essential service. Um, you know, it's their livelihood, you know, folks that sometimes you could get food and so forth from the farmer's market much less than you do from the regular grocery store. And that's not over exaggeration or anything along that lines. But you think of what that process is at the farmer's market. It's going from the farm, um, the transportation that, you know, a lot of times it would be the families themselves that are, you know, either harvest whatever they've they've done or whatever they've grown or that they've prepared whether it be meat, the chicken, or eggs, with cheese, whatever it is. They are actually doing the transportation to the to the market. From the market, you know, here are the consumers that are, you know, purchasing these items and then they're going home um and putting it on their plate. So again, simple simple um even though it seems like okay, that's a little bit too much work because I have to go out to the market and go get it and and then still put it on my stop. <laughs> so the next simplified, which some folks might feel that it might be, oh gosh, that's that's way too much, you know, because then I have the responsibility of providing food for my family and I don't know if I could do that. I, I, I don't know if that's possible. Um, but that's where I Right now, at this point, wouldn't it feel a whole lot different if you didn't have to actually go out to a grocery store? I mean, there are certain things that you're actually going to have to go to the grocery store for, mind you. Um, If I say the word toilet paper, (laughs) Um, but food specifically, you know, you are growing. You can grow your own food in the back or in if you have a yard or a small plot a lot can happen in just a small plot. And that's all I'm hoping for, too. That's why I mentioned what I said about not having a yard yet. Um, coming. Future. Uh, wishing for. Um, working towards. But again, that's where you know this conversation, I think, needs to happen. About shortening your food chain. Um, what might seem like for me what's in my head the way that i interpret it is what seems so much work because you have to get out there you really have to care for that home garden you have to pull those weeds you know till the soil um you know be creative and find um specific vegetables that you know that you have you really have to plan you have to do some research and understand what what uh, what plants or you know uh, vegetables are either going to be available or can be can maybe go through a winter or uh, whatever maintenance that you would actually need to do to make sure that your home garden is protected. You know sometimes definitely from the elements and you know from other animals. <laughs> Uh, rabbits, squirrels, and so forth. I mean, I, they need to eat too, of course, but I'm just saying that when you're also trying to feed your family at the same time, you can't just 
be like, oh, well, I'm not going to really do anything. I'm just going to plant some seeds and throw it out there or whatever. It's like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, that seems like a lot of work, doesn't it? But considering that it's going from the garden to your plate, I mean, there's there's so much to, to rethink. And it's going to be interesting when we do come out of this Um what the mentality will actually be when it comes down to food. Uh, I am no analyst, if you would, when it comes down to, you know, the, the business aspect, but, you know, just as a person that pays attention to certain, what happens within the community or when it comes down to food or restaurants and so forth, um, you, you get an idea of, how something maybe it might be too simplistic in your head and I'll say for myself in my head how things should actually be because we are going through what we're going through right now um, the ideas that I have or maybe the thoughts that I might have um, might seem so elementary um, to these other organizations or maybe restaurants but it's still opening a door for a conversation or even putting an idea in their head about, okay, well, I guess we never thought about it that way. Maybe we need to kind of like look into that a little bit further and have some type of, what is the word I'm looking for or phrase, I should say, a board meeting or have board members to speak on it about within our board members and ask them, well, what do they think about it? Um, they, these could be advisors if you would and find out, you know, how can we prevent something like this from occurring again in, I'm talking on the food aspect uh, or restaurants, you know, what is going to be our, resolution when it comes down to okay we're we're still this is going to be extended of course sometime even if it when it ends and we're hoping that it's going to end maybe the stay at home is going to be ended on the 18th or the 16th whatever date that was um and then slowly we'll start things will start opening back up but again what conversation are restaurateurs going to have? Um, will they be meeting with those advisors or board uh, individuals that are going to say, okay, well, we can't, we've, we've, we've scaved off this whole situation. Um, how do we, how do we resolve ourselves? How, how are we going to, how do we n- not let ourselves get back in the same situation where we can't either make that switch or is this something that we need to immediately incorporate right now uh, so that folks know that um, we're, we're going to be in the community for, for them, <laughs> that we're going to survive too. Uh, yeah, those I guess those are the conversations that I'm really interested in. I don't know, being a fly on the wall, um, because how is the community ever going to know? I mean, no, they'll be able to see that 
from whatever actions that these restaurants take. But I think it's also, you know, a part of the community that needs to know about it as well. And maybe they might be able to find out or show, be supportive uh, and have a say. Uh, maybe give some encouraging words to uh, the restaurateurs and kind of give their opinions about what they might like to see because you know consumers it's a two it's a two-way street here you have consumers that do like to go out here is a restaurant that likes to provide this type of service um, or this is their passion or whatever you have to have consumers or individuals to visit your restaurant um the individuals that are rest, um, visiting your restaurant or your place of business to eat, um, they want to make sure that I have to I have to think of it as they want to make sure that they're safe or that they are, you know, that the restaurant is not just about okay, you know, support us, support us, support us. Okay, well, that's all well and good, but are what are you doing for the community or? Just because you're saying that you're a restaurant and you're in the community doesn't really mean that you are for the community. Does that sound bad? Uh, that's just my re- that's just my thoughts. Uh, it really is. But I, I would think that there's going to be a, a different change of viewpoint of what food is going to look like, what restaurants are going to look like. Um, I remember I was having a conversation or I was involved in a conversation, not having a conversation. I was involved in a conversation where uh, I believe um, a chef mentioned uh, or asked the question, you know, after we are out of this, um, what would you. They asked the question about masks or what would you what would you think of um, or what would you expect? What would be your anticipation or expectation of a restaurant? After we are out of this, um, what would it look like? What would it, what would it be like? What would you expect your experience to be? And one of the things I mentioned was, um, you know, the distancing table, uh, distances of of tables from you know one another. Um, I, I certainly don't mind, you know. Prior to this, you know, not necessarily sitting shoulder to shoulder, but, you know, there's there's like, I don't know, two, three feet distance between my table and someone else's or something like that. You know, especially if it's a, a square table, you know, you want that that buffer. Now that we have this to consider of, you know, social distancing, that's not something that could just easily uh, be OK. Well, you know, now that everything's lifted, we could now go back to the two and three feet buffer no there still needs to be that whole social distancing even within the restaurant space itself so that was one of the things but then they've also talked about um or uh, posed the question well how do you feel about restaurants um their staff their servers bartenders wearing masks um you know yeah just what what would you feel my thought even though there were others that were feeling differently my thought was i 
I would think that they're being the business, the restaurateur is being conscientious. Um, you know, they recognize that they want not only to put people at ease, but they also want to make sure that their employees, their staff are, are safe, you know, and they are preparing food. Um, you are basically relying on or hoping for consumers to come to your place of business. You know, if there may be some that feel, you know, okay, the consumers may feel okay with they themselves not wearing any type of mask. That's another story. Um, But going into a restaurant and they don't see, um, you know, maybe a bartender or someone, a chef or something not wearing a mask and they're like, well, I I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling a kind of hesitant. I mean, I know, but again, see that opens up another door, and I don't want to open that door right now. But but you see what I'm saying is that some folks, for myself, I feel that they would be conscientious and paying attention to not only what the how the uh, community would perceive them and thinking of them, um, but. how are they feeling about what kind of service that they're actually providing? You know, I think one of the comments was, um, you know, I think another commenter mentioned that, oh, well, I'm not going to go there because I'm going to, you know, have the impression that they're sick, right? Why would they be, you know, wearing masks if, you know, well, wouldn't you want them to actually be? I mean, even right now, we don't know who is asymptomatic or has anything you know (laughs) how is it you're able to tell wouldn't you want someone to actually be wearing a mask or wearing some type of protection you know something i think i would but again that's just my own opinion (laughs) you know i i say all of this because this is a conversation it's not just really for me to talk at you or the community but um, I would really love to find out what your thoughts are Um, so I mean again you have the opportunity to feel to call in uh, and and share your your comments your suggestions Uh, how would you feel uh, if you we come out of this and you going to be a hard decision though very hard decision you go to a a restaurant or you you go out or you didn't make that decision i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out or we're gonna go out as maybe a family or maybe not even as a family and maybe you just kind of want to start it as i'm gonna go out myself as an individual and just kind of like see how it is um how are you going to feel if you went to a restaurant and you didn't see anybody wearing any type of um, a face mask or that personal protection, uh, protective equipment. And not so much the whole, the PPE itself, but, you know, again, a face mask. So I think there, there is a, dis- there is a difference. Um, what would you think? What would be your opinion? What, you know, do you feel that you would be safe? Do you feel that your food would not be contaminated if they would you be feel more at ease to eat your food, to consume your food, uh, you know, either there at the restaurant 
what are how long will it take consumers or visitors to a restaurant to feel comfortable sitting down in a restaurant once again i mean these are these are all things to think about and that's why having this conversation or just talking about it is it's it's interesting um and can be very enlightening um I, I really just want to have a conversation with like three chefs and maybe like three consumers or, or something along that lines to say, well, what are your thoughts on all of these questions and things that we've talked about? You know, how do you feel that the, our society, our communities are going to be affected um, when we do get back to opening I was about to say the uh, a new normal. It really is not going to be a new normal. Uh, a new way of of the culinary or food industry is really what it is. I, it's things to think about. It really is things to think about. Uh. The whole shorten your food chain um, thing, I that comes in line with that too. Because you know, when you are a person that okay, right now I'm not, I haven't really been going out, not really. I've gone to the grocery store more often and found very different recipes, or just honestly, I'll come up with something at home and. I'm like, hey, this is going to go together up. Oh, well, I remember having or reading a recipe that looks like this or that's how I'm thinking right now. Uh, there are knock on wood, <laughs> the pressed wood or the processed wood or whatever that I'm knocking on right now. There are many individuals that may not have a job or have been their job responsibilities have been reduced um so i can only imagine what they're thinking of you know paying a, a bill or what is the priorities that need to be taken care of in the household um i'm thankful that i i still have some type of employment myself um but again my mindset is not about even though i'm encouraging you know supporting you know curbside that's if you have the opportunity. That's if you have the and that's not every day. That's not every day. You can maybe say once a week or, or because there are thousands of people here within the Twin Cities. So, again, that's why I'm saying and I'm jumping around. I apologize. But I'm just what was in my head was, you know, I'm one person. If everyone had that same thought, well, I'm just one person, then no one would be able to help any of these restaurants or do what you know, uh, support the curbside, um, pick up services that they're offering for myself. I'm just saying everyone has to make that decision for themselves and realize that, you know, your what do what's best for your household. Uh, I'm a person that I, I'm advocating and encouraging. I'm can't, uh, I'm going to say I, I can't really do that 
as as much really uh you know do the curbside i really do have to think about priorities of my home and there are stre- there are stretches um you know i will go out and maybe support maybe a food truck but that's only like okay well this is like my guilty pleasure for the end of the week and that's all i'm going to do or whatnot but i it can't uh, i'm going to be personal and say that i can't do the the curbside pickup at all these wonderful places i really want to support and be out there and and so forth but again everyone has to think of what their personal uh priorities are when it comes to their families and mine is right now going to the grocery store you know opening up maybe a recipe book uh sometimes again not even opening a recipe book just kind of like okay i think these things are going to go together sometimes they might come out (laughs) an interesting way um but most of the times they come out uh very edible i'd say 97 percent of the time they come out edible and you know my nephew and i we have we have a good meal or we have you know but so everyone has to do well, I'm encouraging everyone to do support these restaurants, food trucks too. You know, the, they're not left out of out of this altogether. You know, support them just as much, just as well. Um, but yeah, if there is a restaurant that maybe your favorite favorite restaurant that you enjoy, uh, and you need, really need to have them. Go ahead and do that curbside pickup. Uh, remember to visit. Remember to visit. Visit stpaul.com. So again, that's the website. That's not me saying visit stpaul.com. No, it is the website is visit stpaul.com. And then you know, of course, look for you know curbside pickup. But specifically, I really don't like the way that they put it on there. But anyway, whatever. Um, coronavirus dot. Or excuse me, coronavirus dash uh, COVID dash nineteen dash information. That's a lot of stuff, but I would have just been <laughs> visit stpaul.com forward slash curbside pickup or restaurants dash curbside pickup. You know what I mean? Rather than mentioning the whole COVID um, coronavirus COVID nineteen, that's just what's in my head. I can't help that. It's just. It's weird. Anyway, I really hope that, uh, you know, you've enjoyed or just taken the time to, uh, you know, sit down with me and and hear my rantings for the day. Uh, I will be back next week. I will have other content. Hopefully we'll be be interesting. Um, Maybe I will actually have an opportunity. Maybe I'll be. Uh, It's a running joke between my nephew and I, but hopefully I will be stimulated by that time, meaning my stimulus check (laughs) or my stimulus funds from, you know, our current administration. Um, And we'll have the opportunity to really partake in a curbside pickup of one of my favorite restaurants. Um, And we'll have an opportunity, maybe a new one, I'll say, especially like East Side Bar. Yeah, I, I want to go off and support them. Um, but yeah, 
uh, I I really want to thank you all so much for just hanging out with me and uh, yeah it's been it's been an enjoyable morning I'm ready to actually start the day um, I think the next few weeks are going to be really interesting because we are going to find out um, more about restaurants and what their resolutions will be for the future uh, I hope that you all are going to stick around and please I know that we are the radio station that you know has been kind of I won't say on hiatus you know but due to the whole COVID-19 situ- um, health crisis that we're going through and enduring through I hope everybody is in, is enduring um, you know, we've had to kind of like scale back on being in the booth at the station but uh yeah weqi is still here the unbuji foodie is still here uh, and again i would like to encourage you to continue to support uh, weqi as being the voice of the east side uh, it is a community radio station and we look forward to continue being that voice of the east side specifically for you uh, there will be, I'm quite sure, will return with the vigor and vim that's needed uh, to carry on. And you'll continue to enjoy us. But uh, as the show is slowly coming to an end, um, I want to thank all of those, those that have listened even across, you know, maybe other areas of the nation, you know, on the internet. Uh, you know, like through TuneIn.com or just being on the website, www.TuneIn.com. Just know that I'm here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Again, as I promise, I will be back next week and look forward to having conversations more with you about food. Uh, Remember, if you are interested in finding out information about um curbside pickup of any of the restaurants maybe within your area your neighborhood or whatnot you know make sure that you are going to the website which is visit and just look up for curb really look up for curbside pickup i think you'll probably find it that way as well until next time folks thank you so much for tuning in and as always i want to remind you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you to be And remember that it's food that makes us strong as a community. And together, we'll make it through this. Peace. Sit on down with the unbougie food day.